Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hey folks, thanks for joining me again today. If you haven't heard, this is Mission Week, and I am with two missionaries from Thailand who are oversee the Asia Pacific, 23 countries and missions, Don and Carolyn Armstrong. And thank you guys for joining me again today. Thank you, Tom, for having us. You got about another week or two in your time here, and then you're back to yep. Thailand. Yep, next week. I'm glad I caught you. I caught him on a whim, and so I'm glad they were able to pop into the studio, so really excited about that. We closed yesterday. I was telling a story about being in Bangkok and how, how kind the Thai people are. And I was, they have this little bar that you sit around, and I know it sounds kind of funny. I'm, I'm not a drinker, but I was sitting around the bar talking to these two Thai girls the whole week and got to know them real well. And, Don, what were you going to say? You are going to say something. Uh, well, it, it, it brings up an image that oh. I don't think you want as a pastor. Pastor talking to two Thai girls around the bar. That's great. But you know what? It just, it was such a neat, neat thing to be able to share and talk to people. And I just, I so enjoyed that very much. Tom witnessed to him. Oh, it was, yeah. Thank you, Don. Sure, I'm sure I I did. I know. uh, They knew I was a pastor. I mean, we got, I think, got to that far and this and that. But I I didn't have them on their hands and knees to Jesus yet. But I hope someday maybe they. They will. But hey, today I want to move on. I want to talk about uh, some of your countries that you deal with and some of the things that are going on because you got some exciting things. I mean, I've met this man that you've brought. I've met him on several times. I think Samuel George is his name. Yes. Uh-huh. And he's out of Pakistan. And yeah. what has taken place in Pakistan is pretty incredible. I mean, when mm-hmm. I hear his stories, I'm like, are you kidding me? Because Pakistan isn't one of those countries that you just run free and do whatever you want anytime you want. Tell us a little bit about what's going on in Pakistan. Well, Pakistan, it's a Islamic republic, and so it's a theocracy based on Islamic law in the Quran. So anybody outside of the Islamic religion or Muslim religion is going to be a second-class citizen in this country, and that that would be the Christians and the Hindus that happen to live there. Um, Samuel George um, is the head of the church that we affiliate with, or they affiliate with us. And uh, we met him about, what, eight years ago, nine years ago, mm-hmm. when we went there and visited. Um, great guy. He's the son of the founder of the church that that he's ahead of now. And um, he actually came to the United States, went to Oral Roberts University, and then he went to law school, got his law degree, was practicing law here in the United States, got his U.S. citizenship, because he wasn't going back. Uh. <laughs> and a lot of Pakistanis who get out don't ever go back, unless they have a U.S. passport. Uh, but his dad called him back. And uh, God got a hold of him, and he took up the mantle, you might say leading the church there in Pakistan, and he's been doing that since about 2012. Don, what took you to Pakistan since you didn't know him then? What took no, you to That's visit? a good story. Carolyn can tell it. Oh, <laughs> On the spot. There you are, Carolyn. She has a good story. It's rather a, it's a long story, but I'll tell it as quick as I can. It's okay. um, so when Don says the church in Pakistan, we're talking about 270 churches that we're working with there. And um, we didn't have any work going in Pakistan at all. And our leader here in the States, um, 
Jim Lyon was saying, do we have any work in Pakistan? Wouldn't it be great if we had work in Pakistan? And and we kind of understood that to be a hint that we were to get something started in Pakistan and didn't really know quite how to go about that. You just, like you were saying, you don't just walk into Pakistan and do right. what you want. So we were um, just not sure about what to do. But that very week, we ran into uh, some, some uh, Swedish Right. Yeah. yeah. Swedish missionaries and they'd been working in Pakistan and they were being directed by their office to, to kind of back out since their churches in Sweden were shrinking and they just didn't have the resources that they used to have to to work with these churches. And um, they asked if we'd be interested in maybe if the Church of God stepping in and, and taking taken That's part over of that from networking them. in Chiang Mai uh-huh. that we were talking about. Yeah, so so we, we went with one of their people. Uh, to Pakistan together, and we we sat with the the church leaders, and we talked about theology and who they are and who we are, and because they, they were, were worried about who we were as well. Oh yeah, yeah. We, we were equally concerned. Like, mm-hmm. are we a fit? Yeah. And and what would we do? And we explained that we're not, you know, we're not here to offer you all kinds of money. We're just, you know, how how could we help? What do you need? And and do we fit? And um, or to change their name. You know. Yeah, we weren't asking them to change their name. We were just saying, you know, we can come alongside you if there's a if there's a reason to, and we can work together. And while we were there and talking, and things were going well, but one of the things Don and I were noticing were that there were school age kids running around everywhere in in the Christian communities. Yeah, in the in these Christian <clears throat> communities. Yeah, and we got to ask him questions about that and learned that Christian families, by and large aren't sending their kids to school where you have to memorize the Quran and when it's known that your family is Christian you're bullied terribly and nobody does anything about that it's just it's just a fact of life and and so Don and I are thinking that's something we could get involved in and come to find out the church in, in years past, had actually had schools in the churches uh, for the Christian kids. And these are like one-room schoolhouses yeah. where you got grades 1 through 12 in one room. Yeah, but at least the kids were <clears throat> learning to read and write, whereas now they're not. They're just out of school. And so we talked about what it would take to get these schools back up and running, and, and we're able to, over the next couple of years, get, get uh, about 12 schools back up and running. Wow. And getting these Christian kids back in school. And, um, and then our relationship has grown with the church, and we're doing a lot more things with them now too to the point where we have a, a couple from Nampa mm-hmm. <laughs> that mm-hmm. are raising their support to be missionaries to Karachi and to work with this church group and they got some money to raise so if, so if anybody's out there listening and you want to donate towards missionaries we got a, missionaries we're trying to get out in the field but they're still yeah. short quite a bit they're working hard at it but, um, yeah. trying to make a push here to get out by uh, January, February of next I year. I hope so. Yeah. yeah, I pray so. We are praying the same. But, uh, but what's going on there is amazing. Two hundred and some odd churches, mm-hmm. and uh, and the movement of God there is is huge. And I've mm-hmm. talked in several times with your friend Samuel George, and impressive, mm-hmm. very very impressive. And and I just and you wouldn't think those kind of things are happening. We don't hear about those good things. Mm-hmm. You know, one thing about the church there is because they are an oppressed minority. Uh, the church is their community, and that's where they they find uh, social contacts. That's where they interface at is at the church. And so when you go to the churches, it is you know, a very multi-generational congregation. You've got babies all the way up to grandfathers, a really good balance of men and women. And you know if they're, if they're going to do anything outside of their homes, they're going to do it in the church because that is their community. 
It's and also a really safe space for them. Yeah. It, no one in, in the church community is looking to harm them, whereas outside of the church, everybody's looking to, to oppress them and, and actually physically harm them. And it's not that they're not involved in the world. A lot of them have jobs mm-hmm. you know, at banks or even, even in the police service or military at the airport. They, they mix with the outside world, but they're safe in these communities of Christians, and the churches are located in what are called colonies. And the colonies are like a neighborhood that is very packed in and tight that is just solid Christian. And so that's where they find the ability to be safe. It's also where you can get targeted because that's where you find the Christians. Right. And so it's it's a double-edged sword. So you don't find them just uh, distributed no. between uh, Muslim no. communities. No, they, they don't feel comfortable. And, the, and quite frankly, the Muslims don't feel comfortable having a Christian neighbor. They're considered unclean. Unclean. Yeah. Well, we're really clean. <laughs> <laughs> it's hey, Don, it's a different world. Don, why don't you say a little bit about just the current state of of Pakistan right now, and yeah. and then 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 some of the good news sounds even better because you have to get the context. Well, last June the, in Sweden, a disaffected Muslim guy burned a Quran uh, at a protest to what he said was the. The, the Islamic religion and, and that protest was taken seriously by Muslims around the world because that's desecration of the holy scriptures and so in Pakistan the Muslims vowed to start burning churches unless the Christians did something about this guy who burned the Quran in Sweden well there's nothing the church you know the Christians in, in Pakistan could do about it and the Swedish authorities were like well it's He's free to do that, so that's that's the way it is. So for the last two or three weeks, they've been burning churches in 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 Pakistan. They've I just got a report from Samuel George this morning. They burned twenty one churches in the last two weeks. Oh no! And Christian homes, and uh, no one has been hurt or damp or, or murdered. But you know, when when there when there's a mob outside your house wanting to pull you out so they can burn your church and your home, it's pretty scary. And uh, people are hiding out in the countryside, trying to stay under the radar. But it's a it's a very tense time. This is going on in northern Pakistan, uh, around a city called Faisalabad, which is heavily Christian, as heavy as it gets in Pakistan. And so it's it's a target. But um, that's why they have the communities. Yeah, and in 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 that environment, we're, we're still. You know, we were in Pakistan just just a little while ago, and and had baptisms there in the church, and we ordained. You know, people are still God's still calling, and people mm-hmm. are stepping up and answering the call, and they're going into ministry, even in the face of this oppression and opposition. And that's to me, that's just so exciting and so humbling too, to because yeah, living for Christ in in Pakistan. It's it's dangerous and and it costs you something. And it's uh, folks, you need to be praying for Pakistan and pray that God would show His hand in a powerful way. That is quite a testimony. That's quite a thing that's going on there. But that's sad too, you know. But yet mm-hmm. God is still God and He's still on the throne. Amen. And yeah. so, well, hey, I think Pakistan's all we're going to get to today because <laughs> we're about out of time. It goes so fast. The twelve fastest minutes in the, of a day is on the show, and it's just. Uh, 
But I'm so glad you guys are listening. I hope you uh, get encouraged by that story and that you would pray for Pakistan. Pray for uh, Drew and Sonny Brown, too, that they can raise Mm -hmm. the support to be over there and help out, too, because we need them there, and God wants to use them. And may God bless you, and may God use you in a powerful way. Thanks, Donna Carolyn. Thank you, Tom. Hey, tune in tomorrow. We're going to talk about some other places. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.